Hey there, welcome to Crypto Ramble. I'm Desiree. This is an interview with John McAfee. You probably know who that is. It's a joint collaboration between Crypto Ramble, my podcast, and also the part time podcast hosted by Kapoor. We're both big fans of Particle. This interview talks about privacy, why McAfee's even running for president, and also a great concept called unlocking your own cage. I love the wording of that. This was my first time speaking to John McAfee, and it's very insightful hearing someone expound on their own ideas rather than listening and getting impressions of them through sound bites or news clips. Enjoy. So, John, let me introduce myself. My name's Kat. Um, my background, I'm an A&E doctor, but I represent a project called Particle and I run a podcast called The Part-Time Show. Desiree? Uh, hey, I'm Desiree. I also am affiliated with uh, Particle. I used to make video content for them mostly. Um, I also have my own podcast. It's called Crypto Ramble. And I'm also into like free speech censorship kind of issues because um, I have a separate podcast from Peter Ramble that's also political. Um, and yeah, that's about that's about my background. All right, well, wonderful. I'm John McAfee. I'm a, pro- I'm a programmer and I'm good to talk. I'm happy to talk to you folks. So thanks for having me on. So John. Yes. Anything you want to talk about, go for it, man. Are you shitting me? Mm. I mean, Listen, I, I'm 74 years old. You know what a perfect world would be for me? Go. For example, no choice restaurant. You go into the restaurant, you sit down. The waiter comes out, eyes you up, sizes you up. Sir, tonight you're having filet mignon and asparagus. There's no goddamn argument here. And lady, no, no choice restaurant. Why? I don't have to fucking decide anything. I smoke cigarettes. The worst thing that ever happened to cigarettes were longs and slits and filters and non and menthol and not. I can pack you what kind? What kind of camels? Menthol, non menthol. Non menthol. Shorts, longs. Uh, shorts. Filter, non. No, please God. No, you choose the fucking subject. I am on here to relax and enjoy myself, not to make decisions, my friend. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> that literally sounds like half my life. I, I spent <coughs> half my life making <coughs> decisions for people. So, yes. fair enough, I'm the way to totally get you. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, that's so, a great... No, you're not tricking, you are not tricking me into having to make a goddamn decision on your program. Uh-uh. No, people dry that shit all the time. No. It's on your shoulders, dude. You ask the fucking questions. Okay, fair deuce. Um, first question, are you really running a presidential campaign? What does that mean? Uh, for See, the U.S. president. First of all, uh, yeah, I understand, but let me, I'm, I'm going to take you outside for this one oh, yeah, because yeah. It, it's one of these questions that the answer is too large for inside. Now we're outside and Nice. Probably nothing will catch fire. Okay. Am I really running for president? What does that mean? I mean let's analyze that statement for that question. If anybody, first of all, out there believes that there, I have a rat's chance in hell of ever being the U.S. president, then uh, please, God, move out of your mother's basement. Uh, there's a real world out here because I can't be president. So am I running? What does that mean? If I know I can't win, what am I doing? I'm doing what I did in 2016 in the Libertarian Party, and I'm doing it with the Libertarians again. Uh, I ran for president, came in third for party nomination. That's not bad for a dude that has no political experience. This year, I think I'll get it. I know people go, yeah, no, I will. But it doesn't matter, even if I go up to the nomination, I have months of access to the American public. Because it's not who's president that matters, because it doesn't. If you do, I'll explain that to your children later. It's the process of people listening to new ideas. I mean, if there is such a thing as a new idea, um, and every now and then they do come up, and the process of discussing 
But even that is meaningless. Our system, people would say, like a car. Hello, everyone. All right. Hi. So, so, our system is like an automobile with a frozen steering wheel. It doesn't matter who's driving people. I mean, it's going to go where it goes. I mean, I don't know why we pay attention to any of this. I don't know why we vote for people who spend a hundred million dollars to get a job paying two hundred fifty thousand. I don't know why we do such insanity because my mom and dad told me about uh, that there are a small number of bad people in the world, and you could recognize them very easily.、Um, whatever they say is.、Uh, Too good to be true. Yes,、um, when the numbers—and this is the most important—when the numbers don't add up. So we offer a job to American citizens who would like to run. For, anybody want to be president this year? It's a fucked-up job, but anybody want it? Yeah, I don't know. What's it pay? Two hundred fifty thousand. That's a good thing. God damn, it's a hard job. No, work for it. When someone comes along and says, "I'd like to apply." You're paying what? Two fifty thousand. What are the benefits for four years? I get to live in this White House. Yeah, okay. I think I'll. Yeah, I'm going to apply. And when someone comes and says, "I'm applying, and I would like to spend one hundred million dollars to see that I get this job," well, the numbers don't add up. People, wake the fuck up. I mean, I, my heart breaks for you, young folks that can't add one and one or two <laughs> and two. Anybody paying one hundred? No, and there's no good saying, "Oh well, they don't raise the money themselves; it's their support." Who gives a fuck who raises the money? A hundred million for a two hundred fifty thousand dollars job? No, the numbers don't add up, people. Why the fuck then are we voting for these idiots? When George Washington, our first president, took office, they had to drag his sorry ass kicking and screaming. He didn't want the job. He'd been the general of the Continental Army, sleeping in fucking ditches for years in the snow, tired, broken, old man. Who wanted to go and fish? However, what did we have? I mean, outside of—I mean, given the social structure of that time, women can't hold office.、Um, you got to be white. You got to be over a certain age. You, no, no, who was there? Benjamin Franklin. Goddamn, that man did nothing but chase skirts and drink. Thomas Jefferson. He couldn't find his goddamn glasses. There was nobody except George, and so they shamed him. George, we are fucked if you don't do this. And so that ragged, tired old man who wanted to fish on the shores of the Potomac drug his sorry ass another four years in service. And that's who we need—people who we have to force to take the fucking job, knowing that they're supposed to be the ones to do it, not some. God knows what you want to call them, people—entity willing to spend five hundred times as much to get the job as the job pays, because as my parents told me, if the numbers don't add up. There is something wrong with the formula. You know this. Why do you think people do that then? Just question. What? Why do you think people do that? Why would people put that much money when the numbers don't add up? I mean, just an example. You know, people will go like, "What?" No, I know. I know. I know what you're. I know what you're asking. I know what you're looking for. I'll, I'll tell you. It's because. Everyone is looking for a hero. 
And what does that mean? A hero. What's a hero? Well, a hero is that person who thinks and acts and desires exactly like you. Only instead of sitting on the sofa and hoping the world changes as he gets out and tries to do something, but there are no heroes before. <laughs> uh, and my parents told me that right after they told me that uh, that Santa Claus did not exist, uh, and neither do heroes, people. And yet, do you know how easy it is to play the hero role? You're a Republican. You're a conservative. You're a hero if you're standing on the line supporting guns and whatever Republicans. I don't, I don't pay attention to politics. I'm handicapped here, but I assume that Republicans like guns, Democrats don't, and, and uh, Republicans don't like social shit. And Democrat, who gives a flying fuck? Who gives a flying fuck? They're just heroes, but they're false heroes. People. Are, They are charismatic, self-serving pricks, capable and willing to pay millions of dollars to get a position of power because that's all they're buying—a position of power. And we elect them. What is wrong with you kids? What? Wake up. Would you say that people should become their own heroes instead of having other people act for their desires? Oh yeah, that, that's a good metaphor. Why not? I mean, it, it, here's the basic thing: everybody's afraid. Why? Because you're happy. No, you're not actually happy. Family thinks you're happy out there. We'll have this discussion later. You're content. The difference you have accepted. Not the same thing.、Um, Most people lead lives of quiet desperation, and you know this. Look at your own lives, people. You, some of you may, and I don't know about many who have these things. Well, may have a job that we have to get up in the morning and commute to work, do traffic, and park in a parking lot, walk to the office. Then you spend the entire fucking day while the sun is out, children are playing, in a windowless, airless environment, doing shit that you don't like. We certainly don't love. And then you go home, and you do that five days a week, and they let you out of prison for a month, a year, two weeks, or three, or whatever, and you do that for forty fucking years. If this is living, and then you die, and it's a horrible death. And trust me, I've seen I, loads I, of people die. I have seen a lot of people die, mate. I, I haven't seen too many. I've seen a few. I mean, seriously, the number of people who commit themselves to residential and nursing homes. Without thinking, what's my oh those people? That's a different set of people. Yeah, I will talk about that all day long because I am one of these old farts. I'm seventy-four fucking years old, and given my life, the fact that I can still breathe is a miracle. So I am well aware <laughs> of what happened to those people. Right. But, so but people don't think about this stuff enough. They don't really think about what they want. They don't define their own meaning. That, that's something I observe. They just let things go by. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's because the whole system supports that attitude. Because what does the system do? The system has one and only one job: to keep us motherfuckers、uh, in control. What does that mean? We're not out rioting in the streets when we see the truth of our existence. They don't want that shit. So our lives are structured just like this. When you think that the Roman slaves, and by the way, they didn't. The Romans didn't just pick on blacks or Chinese or Arab. No fuck me. They were totally in this. In they had no discretion in terms of the slaves. Hey, you, you're wicked to me. You're my fucking slave. Okay. Now, how did they survive? Seven. Hundred years of enslaving everybody else, without having a science of slavery. And the first science, the first, the first rule is pacification. Pacification. Because if there ain't no uprising, it doesn't matter how many slaves you have, you will be fine. In America, who are the slaves? Everybody. 
except those in government who are powerful to put there. And if you don't think you are, go back to your daily life, and you ask yourself, "Do I love this?" And if you don't, the next question is, "Is will I live forever?" If the answer is no, every fucking second you waste doing something you do not love. That's the greatest criminal second imaginable. Just stop. Don't do it. Be yourself. Get out. To do that, you gotta drop your fear. What's the fear? The fear is that this sameness, even though it looks like it's changing, we have better technology and more realistic graphics, but no, nothing changes. We are pacified people. And have been since 1960, almost 60 fucking years of pacification. And you, my grandchildren, break my heart because you watch this charade, this play of politics. Who gets elected president? Who are congressmen? Without noticing that every time a change of power happens in Washington, a new president comes in. But not a single hair on your head is washed. So can I just interrupt?、Uh, is that okay? I'm oh, actually. Oh no 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 interrupting. I'm sorry. Interrupting doesn't matter. It's 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 good what you say, but I'm a great believer that representative democracy is broken. I think there should be democ direct democracy. One person, one issue, one vote. Of course, it's broken. That's what I'm talking. No, God, are we not talking about a system with a broken fucking steering wheel? Maybe、But、I should it, describe it differently. It's, it's got a flat tire. I don't give a shit. But but it's intentionally broken. Duh. No, no, I, I know. Duh. It, it's interesting well, yeah, that you know, because share your view. Because no matter what system. No matter what system we have outside of a pure fucking democracy, is not going to be a democracy, and there will be holes in this semi-democratic system that people loopholes that people are going to take advantage of. People who are clever, people who are cruel, people who are uncaring, and people who are self-serving are going to use that. And they have Dwight Eisenhower when he left office in 1960 said. Be aware of two things, people: the CIA and the military-industrial complex. They are taking everything that is American for themselves, and you will have no freedoms if you allow this to continue. Well, we allowed it to continue.、Um, John F. Kennedy, our next motherfucking president, came in and said, "To the CIA, you are disbanded." A week later, he had an accident. Someone shot him in Dallas. Else, he would have disbanded the CIA. Our next president. I,、uh, can I give you another example that's more recent? A guy figured out how to hack the ATMs, and he died by suicide a week later. You know that shit just、Hold、got. What was his name?、Um, I can't even remember that. Literally, the mainstream media gave that like literally one mention in my Google newsfeed. I found it so interesting. How you occasion like there was the you know the 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 Silvio Berlusconi, the、uh, the Unga Bunga parties. One of those ladies died of radiation poisoning. That got like what one day's mention, and you think about what the media and I know you've picked us because you don't trust mainstream. That's what I've been told anyway. Mainstream media, yada yada, trust issues, and I get. How、that. could I trust them? How could I? They have trashed me in every. Possible way. <laughs> I mean, they turned me into. Believe it or not, you pick something that they have not called me. Murderer? Fuck yes. Rapist? Oh, fuck yes. You name anything in the mainstream media, I am there. But let me ask you a question. Can we let, please,、um, the female aspect of you two ask some questions? Because、um, we've been very male-oriented, and I really need some. A different question. I'm actually being polite here. Let's let the lady. I know you've got a question. <laughs> oh, thank you.、Um, I just wanted to ask you what happened in 1960 when you said that people became pacified in、oh, America. Okay. <coughs> All right. Let's 
let's back up a little. Let's talk about what America really is, our government. The government is nothing. If you think presidents power and it matters who's president, then you're missing some points. Living in the age of information. And those who control the most powerful information have all the power. Who are they? The CIA. You know this. Let's give some recent examples. The CIA usually manipulates Congress and the presidents who select and produce some information. Sometimes they just outright lie. Second Gulf War is a critical situation. Saddam had reached the point that they were going to make alliances in the region, which the CIA was not going to allow. So they sat down on a Thursday. You can look at the goddamn record. Sat down on a Thursday afternoon and said, "What are we going to do?" And、uh, not even the, the head of the CIA was not even involved. And by the way, this guy who's assigned as head, he is not the head of the CIA. Anybody temporary is called transient by the CIA. They pay no mind. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter who the head of the CIA. No, but the real heads are not even there. And they said, "Well, what do we do?" We're going to have to bomb them into oblivion, and it's got to be soon, like tomorrow. And so they had the, the assistant director this.、Um, all right, Jay, you and Harry, you know the president. Go make it happen. What are we going to tell him? We don't have time. Make up a lie. I don't give a shit. Tell him they have nuclear weapons for all I care. This is what they did. Of course, they didn't. Everybody knew they did not, and it just was discovered. Later, no, they did not have them. But this is how it works. People wake up. President's got no power. Congress got no power. Power was taken over in 1962 by the CIA. End of fucking story. And you know what that power was? A miraculous invention called need to know. Now they got this passed through the entire fucking government. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Of course, you don't have a need to know. It's very sensitive information, and therefore,、uh, even presidents don't have any need to know. Do you know why? Presidents are transients. I have no need to know. Presidents had a top secret security clearance. So did I. That didn't mean I could say, "Do we have aliens?" <laughs> Please God, no. They got no power. You have no information other than what is given to them by the CIA. The CIA and The military-industrial complex is now our government, and what is the military-industrial complex? It has turned into Google, it's Facebook, Microsoft, Samsung. Not even within our national fucking borders anymore, which is why the CIA believes they are so necessary. Now these aren't evil people, the CIA. Never mind, large. Just fucking customer in McAfee for years. I have many good friends within the CIA. I have worked closely with them my whole life. They're not bad people. Are they? they believe since they, I mean, the average CIA employee at the age of fifty speaks five languages, has studied twelve hours a day, seven days a week, the nuances of international relations. Political alliances, religion, language, history—they know some shit. And then suddenly, this dude comes and sits in a chair, called the president. A politician, for fuck's sake, who barely can speak English, let alone fuck language, and knows jack shit about the reality of the fucking world. Well, of course, that CIA individual is going to say. I know what's best for America. This is how it happened, but we let it. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah, I I think that this might be a good、um, segue to talk about the project that Kapoor and I are both sort of representing. So, I believe, and I I think also Kapoor does, and other people that some of the ways that we can sort of take back the power that. Well, you could say either the CIA or the government has is to build privacy into the technologies that we use, so that they can't necessarily glean and amass all this information over time. And one thing that particularly particular is working on, even though there are many different projects coming up with different privacy solutions, is to have a 
private decentralized marketplace. And that's always immediately associated with nefarious actors. But the fact of the matter is, you are saying that there are not that many bad we have a right to to or we have a right to our privacy and so it's trying to figure out a way to give privacy to people like me i consider myself a good person and i would assume you too as well um but at the same time <laughs> at the same time perhaps maybe you don't need the government <laughs> maybe you don't need the government to do it okay maybe you're not a, a good person but i will give you the benefit of the doubt you know your conscience knows what your conscience knows um so anyway this project particle it's about having a decentralized private marketplace and trying to find the balance between privacy for the people who aren't really doing anything bad and at the same time acknowledging that you might want to um stop bad actors without compromising the privacy of everyone else that does deserve it okay first of all bad actors you can't stop bad actors i mean you just stop bad actors you're going to have to change the psychology of the human species we're loving kind and generous we're we are hopeful, we have dreams and hopes, we, we hurt, we suffer. At the same time, we are greedy, we get angry, hostile, suspicious. We're envious and jealous. If you think you're not, then, <laughs> please turn off the show right now because I'm you are. So how will you stop bad actors? We are all bad actors in some degree. When the telephone was invented, do you know what they did for the mob? Crime went rampant across the nation because they could now coordinate illegal activities nationwide. Does that mean that the telephone should not have been invented? No, people. Bad actors will use the same tools that we use always. If you want to keep them out, if you want to stop them, then check yourself into an insane asylum because you are insane. Can't be stopped. Neither is it the job of the entrepreneur, the creator, the developer, the builder to build into his products tools that allow government to find bad actors because in doing so, you necessarily cripple everyone. We have to have an equal playing field. If you think we will ever gain an edge over bad actors by legislating them out of existence, then my heart bleeds for you. You can't legislate them, but you can build the structures and the incentive systems that can sometimes mitigate their behavior. Or make no, 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 not without stealing from yourself not without imposing those same structures on everybody because you do not know who the bad actor is it might eventually be you dude you don't know what's coming Fuck no we all have privacy including criminals because if criminals do not have privacy then neither does anyone please get this through your head and though speaking of privacy can i talk just can i speak for yeah, 90 yeah. seconds Okay. People say, you got nothing to hide. Well, you don't know what fear. Well, <laughs> the only people who say that are people who do not have a clue who they are. Because if you think that you do not have, at the very basis of your being, a set of privacy filters so extreme that they supersede everything else, then you've never looked at yourself. When you go and buy a, a pair of pants at the store, uh, the clerk uh, who's checking you out, uh, who you've never met, goes, um, oh, hi, uh, listen, while I'm checking you out, I'd like to say that I fucked my, my husband's brother. And I'm really concerned that the, the brothers didn't tell my husband, and I just need to tell somebody. Now, would you not immediately go, you know, I don't need this shirt, uh, thank you. No, you'll be insane. We have a privacy filter that no one crosses that fucking boundary. And what about your casual acquaintances? Uh, they may tell you things like, yeah, I live over here and 
in Springfield. It's, it's 10 miles away. She did take the train every day to work. Hey, okay, that's cool. But you know, that person's not going to tell you that they fucked this life system. What about a close friend? They might tell you everything you know. Your relationship. Your relationship to your boss. Uh, you might have actually been boss. You don't know. I mean, I'm sick today, boss. When you're not really that sick and you end up watching TV. Fuck, wake up. Privacy is the only thing that you own. If everybody knew everything about everybody else, we would have riots in the streets. Uh, Started with a rash of spousal shootings. What? You did this? Man, please be Privacy is the first and foremost freedom without which there are no others. I, I want to clarify that when I said you want to have a balance, I didn't mean building like backdoors into technology. I'm very much against oh, that. Listen. That's why. No, no, I understand. Listen, I'm not talking to either of you. You understand this. Okay, you have people who are listening. Yeah. You are simply the conduit. Do not take anything that I say personally, including trashing your questions. Um, I am speaking to others. And you are speaking to us, and so you and I do not matter anymore. John, don't worry. I think we actually have a lot in common. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest, like listening to you saying all of this, it's kind of, if I can be honest, this has all been going through my head anyway. So this is stuff, this is roads that I've traveled down. So I hear what you're saying. And for you to get it out there, go for it. That's why you're here. I'm going for it through you. I don't care if only one person listening. I don't give a shit. That's one person. I, I actually want to please. Like can I come back in like two minutes? Yeah, but keep talking. Don't let me interrupt. Oh, there, there's something that I wanted to ask I, you. Dude, uh, I, if you expect me to talk to a microphone sitting on a stool, <laughs> I, I think you're probably the wrong John Mack. It's not me being rude. It's, it's, it's a weak <laughs> bladder. Hang on, weak bladder. Yes, it I, is. Uh, I have no, a question. You, people so. do this shit just to show, watch, watch this. I'm going to diss John McAfee on the air. It happens all the time. <laughs> I don't care. I have no need for Go ahead. Uh, I might need to do the same thing when Kapoor comes back. Um, but I, I have a question for you concerning privacy and specifically the whole crypto blockchain space. So when Bitcoin first came around, people were very excited for the freedoms that it could bring to ordinary people. And you were just saying that privacy yes. is one of the, the foremost, uh, the first um, yes. freedom that we have as a, as a human being. But I see the trend in this space going towards abandoning all of those ideals due to people wanting to bring on other institutions that have to work with regulators. Yes. And I yes. understand yes. The, the use yes. for that for, you know, like yes. regular businesses. But when it comes to me and you transacting with each other, that seems yes. like it's, it's going to completely yes. disappear. And I wonder if you see the space changing where it brings that uh, back or if it's just going to be gone no, this, you know, in like five years. That's going to be a war. You know this. I mean, I don't mean a bloody war of shit. I mean, a war of ideas. A war of ideas. A war of direction. There has to be. I mean, this is what life is. Nothing changes. Okay. Here's what I loved about the Hindu religion. Life is just three things. That's all it is. You build it, you shut it down, and you build it again. You have to destroy what you've built before you build something else on that property. Now, that was a great building, but it's out of date. Let's build something that has indoor plumbing. Okay, that's what life is. Now, if you want stability you're not going to get in crypto you're going to sit it out and go god i don't know what's going to happen but if you want freedom and change you're going to see the crypto the proper crypto bitcoin ethereum i'm sorry they have no pipes they opened the door they gave us a plan upon which magical stuff has been built through smart contracts and other attributes of the blockchain that are nearly miraculous. The privacy cords like Monero and Safex and their, their dozens of them give us for the first time freedom 
complete freedom from economic control of any entity, whether that's a government, whether that's a financial institution, a bank, the Fed, doesn't matter anymore. You have control over your own source of income, and it is permissions. You don't have to ask anybody's permission to send it to someone to collect it, or just to burn it at yours. Now, that's magic, people. And what has happened is instead of picking up this magic key, unlocking the door to your cage. And how do you do that? You dedicate yourself to only living through crypto. I do. In my cars, houses, bulletproof vests. You can, if you want a job, there are jobs that pay only in crypto. I have not seen a fucking dollar bill or any yen or euro or British pound in a year. I don't need it anymore. I live. I function. I produce. I'm running for president. Not enough. <laughs> Entirely electronically. From a currency standpoint, if I can fucking do it, you can do it. That's what you want to do. Instead, what are people doing? Oh, Bitcoin's going to rise 100 percent. Let's blah blah blah. Do you see the tragedy? You've taken the key that will unlock your cage, and you're scratching your ass with it. I agree with with that assessment for sure, but I'm wondering if, like, I mean, I know no one can predict the future, but do you see people like me、um, changing the direction of this space so that people stop scratching their asses with the key to their cage? No, and I don't see people like me changing the space either. No, no one can make you take that key. And I'm walking the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta do it. So if you want to change the space, first change yourself. I, I just said, how do you start? Stop using money, people. You don't need it. What is it you want to buy? Yes, it's convenient to go on Amazon and push the Prime button. Buy. I don't have to give any information. It just shows up. Yes, I admit that is seductive and <laughs> hard to compete with. But if you want to free yourself, it's not easy. You have to work. Instead of going on Amazon next time, go on the web. What do you want? Clothes? Clothes? Cryptocurrency? I promise you, you may not get the latest Nike fucking sneakers. And if that is the Well, <laughs> the one caveat to I'm committed. Then, well, I'm sorry, I can't help you. All right. So let me clothing. Again, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Then let me explain the next step. Look, what we've built is marketplace functionality that's built into a blockchain. It, it basically accepts payments in multiple cryptocurrencies, and it's fully private. So, what Particle Project is, it's its own blockchain. It's got its own native currency token of settlement that uses Ring CT and CT for privacy. But we have adopted smart contracts to enable you to build your own marketplaces with their own addresses. There's no logins, there's no registrations, there's no signups. When you do your buy flow, the only thing you ever give up is your shipping address. And、okay. we also have tools where you can basically send Bitcoin into the client, and it gets converted into our native token without you having to know about it. We're doing the same with、right. Dai. And like no, what, said, you, what, 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 what blockchain is your token based on?、Hmm? Sorry, <laughs> you have you have a token, yes? Yeah, th there's a native settlement、no. token called Part, and it's a privacy coin, and it uses Ring CT and CT, and that is、okay. the token of the blockchain. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, listen, we're okay. We have、uh, on. You got to put just go and list it on the Macafee Exchange. Doesn't cost you a dime. Let me just see what happens there. Because、oh. we are the private, we are the privacy exchange. We don't ask for your name, your email address, nothing, nothing. Doesn't cost anything to list. Push the button, put in the technical specs, you list it.、Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Privacy and anonymity. I mean, we've been、um, live and working since August, but it's like you said, there's so many speculators. There are so many wankers in this space. Let me just say that right now. 
there are a lot of wankers in this space who don't have yeah, any but, you know, ideals, how to have a vision. Now listen, if you want to know what the percentage of wankers in a certain space are, it's a constant, whether it's crypto or whatever, randomly, where you live, what part of the world you live in? home, where are you living? Uh, I'm in the UK, I'm based in the Midlands. Oh, perfect. Why don't you go into your local pub on a Friday night at nine o'clock? Count the wankers, it's going to be constant. It always and is. Actually, I, I'd be in an ER the car, and, and trust me, there's quite a few wankers that show up to ER on a night shift. So don't worry about it. I've seen a lot of wankers in my time. Uh, I've, I've a lot of sedation. I've, yeah, so I've, you're not going you're not going to get rid of the wankers. You're not going to get rid of the wankers, just like you're not going to get rid of the scammers. It's part of life. I mean, it's kind of like going, listen, the greatest problem in the world is mosquitoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try and eradicate those motherfuckers. They're going to be around a million years after we're gone. So, listen, you got to live with certain things. Wankers, scammers, liars, deceivers, people who prey on others. This is life. <laughs> I'm not sure to change life. I'm here just to try to wake you young motherfuckers to what life is. This is life, people. And nothing wrong with it. Life is beautiful if you see it as it truly is. If you see our political system as a charade and presidents and congressmen, and we spend all of our time and money <laughs> electing them, have no power and cannot help us. These are the things that people need to be woken up to. I want to go back to this idea you have of people, well, the way you phrase it, unlocking their own cage and how difficult that is. And a comment I want to make on this whole space is everybody's always getting excited about bringing more people into the space uh, because, you know, there's something like Binance or Coinbase makes it easy for people to get their own Bitcoin, but they're not they're not having people actually remove themselves from the system. And so I don't yes. know if it's actually a good a good thing, which is kind of what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> so I, as everybody knows, I do everything in my power to bring people into the space, including all kinds of deceptions. I mean for example, two years ago, I made a prediction that Bitcoin had hit a million dollars. Now, if anybody wanted to analyze that, if you wanted, if you wanted to take the time to get a calculator, <laughs> multiply a million dollars times 21 million coins, you would have a market cap twice the size of the gross national product of North America. That can't happen. So when we, when I did this, when I, why did I do this? It was the first time that major newspapers like the Guardian, London, the Times, and, and on reported. John McAfee said he's going to eat his dick if, they didn't say dick, is, but about his member or whatever, if Bitcoin doesn't hit a million dollars. We go, Bitcoin? What the fuck is Bitcoin? In the first two weeks, 100,000 new people were on board. Now, I made it as extreme as I could so that, that no one was harmed. They suggested my advisors said, hey, why don't you make a prediction that Bitcoin's going to $50,000? And that's going to get the outside the thing. And I go, no, because some idiot will believe it. Someone said, well, how about 100? They said, no, don't even believe that. We're going to make it a million. And then when I was asked, what's the basis of your prediction? Please, God, look this up. I go, point set to apology. Predicts Bitcoin. The point set to apology, if you bother to Google it, people is the study of geosurfaces that in no way could possibly be applied to a financial system or a prediction. God damn it, I did everything, and yet people believe it. Yet, that onboarded more people than any other single event in crypto. Now, did that help? I don't fucking know. Listen, I'm an old man. I'm doing the best I can here. I, I, I'm just doing what I can fucking do. 
but you got to do something. You understand? I mean, I don't know what the results of my actions will be. What I see is the wound is fucked up, Joe. <laughs> It's fucked up, and I got to do something. I'm said before with some talents, and I am a fallible human being. I do something. I, I'm in hiding here with with my lovely wife. Long-suffering soul. Over seven years, we have been chased from continent to continent and country to country, and spent time in jail together. Because I have to get this message out, and you have to listen to it. You don't have to believe it. I'm not here to believe. <laughs> if I if I ask you to believe anything, no. I've asked you to open your eyes to see where you are. We don't have to do anything to understand, other than wake up to the truth of our reality. Throughout history, the common people, the workers, the developers, the entrepreneurs, the people who actually create shit—that's consumed by the people at the top—have always had the power, <laughs> and we have the power now. And we can only exercise that power when we see the truth together. If we're in a crowded auditorium, I see a fire in the back. Do I need a plan? Let me say, oh, Jan, there's a fire. Give me pencil and paper. We got to work this shit out. <laughs> Because that's what it's done. Isn't it? No. Give you a fire, and those who are enthralled by the movie or whatever that won't wake up, the person next to them slaps them. All right, dude, we got a fire. There's no plan. There's no need for a sequence of events. The exit lights are there. We've seen them every time we're waiting for the fucking movie to start. Oh, the exit lights. <laughs> no, we use them, and everybody is safe. This is all. Just wake up. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking miracles. I'm not asking to go out and carry banners in the street. Although, if you wake up, I promise you, many of you will. I'm not asking you to speak out in parks, in cities. Although, if you wake up, perhaps you will. I'm just asking you to wake up. I'm just asking you to see the reality. I'm said before that the average age of people listening to me now are my grandchildren. You understand? If you're in your forties, you're my fucking. You're not my children. You're my goddamn grandchildren. And if you're younger, you may be my great grandchildren. And you, children, wake the fuck up. Just a personal question.、Um, no, hey, no, no personal shit.、I'm、oh, sorry. Oh, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm joking.、Oh, okay. I'm joking, dude. Ask the question.、Uh, well, no, 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 not so much a personal question, but look, you, you've. I gotta、you. use the bathroom. I'll be back. What is it with you people? No, just listen. Is this some strange, weird? Sexual channel you've sucked me into, and and you're going to reveal what's happening in that room afterwards. Because listen, dude, I am one straight shooting motherfucker, and I don't and dig kink. There ain't no kink in my fucking life. All right. Uh, look, we're, we're just telling you exactly what we're doing. That's all. But、uh, it's um, look, you've lived, you've lived a long life. You've lived a life on your terms, from what I can understand. And to me, that's a good life. What do you want left for you, and for the people、no. close to you? What do you want for them? For me, <laughs> if any of you reach this age, and I hope all of you do, <laughs> you will understand one thing: it takes balls to get old. I wake up in the morning and my knees don't work. I don't want to stand up. I want to. Staying in bed because standing up is so painful that sometimes I cry out. Your body fucking deteriorates. What 
does that entity want? <laughs> I promise you nothing. I don't want anything other than a better life for my children and grandchildren and your children and grandchildren. I want to leave this world knowing that I have done the best I can possibly do to pass on something, a tool, a secret, a key, a piece of advice, something that will make this a better world. So <laughs> asking what I want. If you were seventy-four, you would not be asking what I wanted. <laughs> you would hey, be asking, dude. "Hey, dude!" You'd be asking, "Hey, dude! Why are you hanging in here?" <laughs> hey, um, look, it's honestly it's really good to have this kind of conversation. I don't think we have it enough. The number of guys and girls that are met your age that are demented beyond belief, that are crippled beyond belief, that don't even ever get to the point that you have in the questioning process. And I mean, people like half your age, three times your age, you've never gotten to that point. So it's just nice to kind of have this, you know, this is something that's right. important to people that I care about. Okay. My wife just gave me this Fine. one more question. You can go ahead. I, I don't, I don't have any more questions. I want to make a comment that this is a great conversation and very insightful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't Thank listen. you very much. Listen, what, what I'm going to ask you guys. To, I'm going to ask you. Listen, I've spent, I've spent at least 45 minutes talking to you. I'm going to ask you a favor, please. Yes. If you are on any blogs that talk about podcasts, or if you know other podcasters, please tell them. I am always available. I will never again speak. I've always <laughs> told Fox, CNN. I've been on Fox and CNN more times than I can fucking count. It doesn't matter. There's no truth that can be imparted through the mainstream media because it will deny and not allow. They do it by just fucking interrupting. <laughs> you just go off in a direction that they don't want. Yes, but Miss Matthew, what about that? Blah, blah, blah. No. So get the word out. Because we, I mean, this has not been a bad forty-five minutes, has it? Has it no, not been? Right. Yeah. So maybe someone else might not get not a bad forty-five minutes. Because I need to talk to you kids. <laughs> I really do. I mean, what I really want to do, I'm going to be frank with you. I want to reach to the screen and grab you by the fucking throats and shake you and say, "Wake the fuck up!" Because I'm coming back tomorrow. I'm going to beat the living shit. Out of you people, if you are not towing the goddamn line, you're lazy. You don't think for yourselves, <laughs> but you can. It's it's not like you can't. You're just too fucking lazy. Well, I'm not putting up with it anymore. I've been on this planet long with the most of you motherfuckers, and no, I'm not putting up with it. Wake the fuck up, or I'm coming through this screen, and I swear to God, I will haunt your sorry asses. And thank you for having me on. Thank no you. Worries.